Welcome to episode 146 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, finally ready to talk some wrestling. We're so sorry to have left you for a little bit of time here, gang, but, you know, sometimes we got to recharge the batteries, reconfigure, recombobulate, and uh, I think us, we all just had uh, some stuff going on. Steve's been running... Hundreds of miles and writing books. I've been up, uh, you know, candles coming out of my ears, left, right, center. Matt had kids, uh, so he's learning that. And, you know, Gary's just doing his thing over in Ohio, uh, kicking ass, taking names, doing as he does. So, yeah, it's good to be back with the boys. It's been great. So we got a prediction show uh, this evening for Full Gear, AEW. Uh, we'll be putting that on this weekend. So what we like to do is run down the card, give our predictions, and see who will be King Booker. But before we get into that good business, let's catch up with the boys. I haven't seen him in a bit. Let's go over the Glendale. He's a man that keeps it regal. His name, Steve Grobschmidt. What up, Robbie? Whose house? Swerve's house. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I yeah. want some of that Nana weed that uh, you know that, that hang, <laughs> Hangman was talking about. Yeah, loved, I do too. Loved that promo. Yes. Oh my god, I, that was the highlight I, of the show. I Dang, love Nana's reaction Nana. too. Like, no, you won't. No, you won't. <laughs> you know, if he also, came out with a, a Nana strain, I would, mm. I would <laughs> roll that up. Well, there's Ric Flair drip, so yeah. Nana's got to get in on this. I have a feeling bringing Ric Flair into AEW is starting to make more sense now. <laughs> I did um, I did text Gary that um, as soon as the, pro- the segment started, I'm like, you know, there's no clause that he can't attack Nana, just saying, and what did he do? That's great. Mm. <laughs> Boom. Classic. Yeah, man. Excited for that one coming up here. Good to see you, Steve. Likewise, right, my friend. Let's, let's go down to Bayview. Talk to the man who recently just became a father of two beautiful twin boys. Keeping it freshly squeezed. Matt Michelson. What up, Matt? Oh, man. Everything and nothing all at once. Um, and unfortunately, because of everything, I did not come prepared with a song. So it's just going to have to be another week of... <laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, oh, good. we're back. <laughs> yeah, man, we're back. You all right, my friend? I am. Yeah, it's it's just been. I don't know. It's so strange because it's not like we've actually we've actually been doing really well getting sleep. Every night we get maybe six and a half between six and a half seven hours of sleep, which is not bad at all. I think it's more wow. just the fact That's that it's more constantly- than a normal person. Right. It's the two things that that I think are really messing us up is the sleep is not continual. And during the day, it's just so much running around. Like I work a desk job for a living and I'm on leave right now. And I swear physically I'm in better shape now than I was when I was working, partly because I'm on my feet all day. Continually. We're going on walks with the kids. I've been eating, you know, 
more and better. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been good, but at the same time, yeah, it's just, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, and you're doing it times two. I mean, I, I was through, uh, what you were going through 19 months ago and yeah, it's, it's, it's insane and it's amazing all at the same time. And you got a lot of emotions and you're in it just figuring it out. But I mean, you're, you're, you're double doing double duty, duty dog. I know the one thing I will say, and this is the last thing I'll say about kids. Cause you know, I, I realize not everyone enjoys listening to other people talk about their kids, but having twins is interesting in that you would think it's twice as much work. It actually isn't. If you're smart about how you do it, if you feed hmm. both kids at once, hmm. if you change both of them at the same time, there's a lot of things you can combine into a single task to save yourself a ton of time. So do you wake them up. Like if one wakes up, do you wake the other one up and get them up at the same time? Yeah. So we feed them every night at two in the morning and typically one of them's awake. If the other one's not, we'll give them a couple minutes while we get the bottles ready. And then if they're still not awake, we wake them up. They both get fed at yeah. the same time, both put back to bed at the same time. If we didn't do that, dude, I, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you guys. I'd be either passed out or going on week six of no sleep straight. So mm. for sure. Smart. Good game plan. All right. Good, Matt. I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad you're alive and keeping young babies alive, too. Good job, buddy. You're doing great. Thanks. Me too. All right, homie. We'd be having a different conversation otherwise. <laughs> All right. Good stuff. And Let's can, I, can I just quick, before we go to the final introduction, give Matt some advice just based on things <laughs> I've seen recently? Do not <laughs> let swerve into your nursery. <laughs> that, that sketch did hit a little close to home, only in the sense that... I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. They didn't actually show the baby in the crib. I think that's probably a line too far. Yeah. Yeah. That if, would have been a little too much, uh, I think for everybody, but yeah, it was, that, that was an interesting segment at, you know, every night now when we put the kids to bed, if I hear one of them crying, the first thing I think is oh, swerve. He's in my house. Yeah. Yeah. My house is now swerve's <laughs> house. Awesome. Sounds like you got next year's, uh, Halloween, um, <laughs> Outfits figured out swerve and na na for the boys. That'd be tight, eh? That would be, I'd love that. Like, there'd be one person you'd see out on the street that'd be like, oh my God, that's the best. One person oh, yeah. just looks like a stone cold killer, and there's a person yeah. right behind them just going crazy, moving their mm -hmm. arms and dancing. Woo. Can't wait. All right. Well, let's get to that last guy. Uh, but very much not least, it's our guy coming to us from Ohio, the man with the golden pipes, Gary Williams. What up, Gary? I lie, I cheat, I steal. I lie, I cheat, mm -hmm. I steal. Viva la raza. Yeah, baby. So Eddie Guerrero. This week in uh, wrestling history, um, it marks the 18th year since his passing. He oh my passed God. away on November uh, 13th in, uh, I believe it was November 15th of, or November 13th, 2005. So 18 years ago. Uh, right before, I remember that. Yeah, it was, a, um, it was uh, in, he passed away in Minneapolis uh, he had, was scheduled to wrestle Randy Orton and Batista in a three-way match uh, to be aired on SmackDown. And so a lot of things that you see in current 
wrestling, um, the, the shake and the frog splash and some different things, um, are still reminding us of how impactful Eddie Guerrero was, uh, in the world of professional wrestling. And so, um, I think oh, yeah. a lot of the luchadors we see, um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of different wrestlers, um, that have mimicked his style. So, um, so I thought it was apropos, uh, for tonight. I was going to do, it's the big show, but he's I crippled. Almost did too. He's crippled now. Yeah. He's done. Uh, I think he's done. I think he, he's crippled or something. He he had a. Although I got to give it to you. Got to give it to Powerhouse Hobbs. Like that was to pick. I think he almost killed the guy. Like literally, like, <laughs> when he picked him up, I was like, <gasps> like he. That is not. There's, there's a lot of people that's almost died on dynamite. To be quite honest with you, it's, <laughs> well, it's kind of like scary. worth tuning in. I mean, it happens. You know, over a dozen times. As, and 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 uh, of those 12 11 are usually involving darby allen but yeah uh, yeah <laughs> or, <laughs> dude, or when uh what was his name uh matt hardy went off that scissor lift with what the the oh, young god, oh my god uh well what fuck I, i'm drawing a blink uh ty conti's husband sammy guevara sammy, yeah. sammy guevara yeah yeah almost that intense and then we just saw recently with uh moxley and fucking Oh man. Okay. We can't get on off the rails here because we got a lot to get to tonight. So Gary, thank you for that intro with Eddie Guerrero, one of the best of all time. And thanks mm-hmm. for the reminder. Go check out that uh Dark Side of the Ring Eddie Guerrero episode. It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So full gear is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. We got a little pay-per-view to get to. There's some good matches in the hopper, and we are gonna get to all of them. We're gonna run down our predictions. Whoever picks uh, the most winners and gets right on the stipulations becomes King Booka. We try to offset each other by stealing. There is a current King Booker, and he goes by the name of Gary Williams. I think he go. Uh, he's running two times now. Is it right, Gary? Uh, two times back champ. That's pretty know. good. Yeah. Really good. All right. So, and there is kind of an advantage here too. If you go last, you can kind of see when's the appropriate time to offset um your your enemies in this game your opponents so we need a rule to see who has the honor of going last and gary do you have something off the top of your head that we can I actually play right now? i actually do um nice so this actually is a uh, a today in wrestling history um there is a very famous uh, wrestler who was born on November 15th in wrestling history. And so um, I, we, I want each of you to be able to have an opportunity. So I'm going to slowly start to unveil uh, facts. facts about this person. <laughs> and uh, I thought you're going to like take off your shirt and you would have it written on your, uh, your chest or something like no, that. No, 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 no. So, um, <laughs> uh, so the fir- first thing is um, he is a uh, second generation wrestler. Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to guess Ricochet. That's not correct. Hmm. Professional baseball player. Uh, Randy, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Bam, bam. Good job, yeah. Mike. Well done. Well done. Going to win well something done. on this. Going to win something on this show. 
Shit, yep. I've been so on a cold streak everywhere. November 15th in wrestling history, Randy Macho Man Savage was born uh, on, uh, today, on this very day that we are actually uh, recording this podcast. So congratulations, Fuck, Mike. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Love Mike. the Macho Man. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so we got full gear, like we were saying, this November 18th, which is Saturday, Sunday, boys. Oh, it's a Saturday, Saturday one this time. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yes. So they God. moved collision to Friday. So tune in on Saturday, November eighteenth. This is going down in Englewood, always up to no good, California at the Kia Forum, and uh, yeah, we got uh, intro match which will feature MJF. This won't really count because it's not on the actual car, but it'll just be fun really quick because I think Austin and Colton Gunn are on freaking fire right now. I love those mm-hmm. guys. And it's Same. MJF for the tag team match, uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Do you think the guns get the gold here, boys? Real quick. Who Jeez. gives a fuck? <laughs> I, I give a fuck. I want these guys to have some gold I want around them, their waist. I want them to win. I just I think the safest <sighs> bet in the world at this point is to just keep betting MJF. Yeah. You know, he 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 single-handedly uh beat the righteous two on one and uh yeah. yeah. I just Samoa Joe plays a part in this one. Um some, yeah. I think that you know, I think MJF wins and somehow Samoa Joe comes to his aid or assists him and then in in my mind that sets up something where you know again mjf is owed something so he's in a a fourth storyline on top of the storylines he's in uh and then wardlow comes in and beats the shit out of all of them so something like that will happen but uh, i think mjf retains hmm. okay yeah well i'll cross my fingers because I, I right. want uh i love that intro what they got going on with the music the timing the cinematography they just need a fucking gold belt around their waist. Those guys are my, fucking rock my, stars. I my definite, them. my definite heart is with you and this one, Mike. Uh, but my wrestling uh, hat is telling me um, otherwise. Cool. All right. I, well, cool. I'm glad I got to. See- yeah, Matt. Yeah, I was just going to agree. I think uh, MJF wins this one. The guns. I. I you know I t- I talk shit about him at the beginning of this. They do have a really cool entrance now. Um, and they, the guys are over in like a small circle. It's odd. It's like the crowd does not believe in them. And I think part of it is when AEW jumped the shark by making them the tag champs a little too early, I think a lot of the AEW fan base Mm -hmm. rejected it and a lot of folks haven't forgotten about it. So I think yeah. a lot of that resentment still lingers. I, I don't get me wrong. I think they're pretty cool. And if they were given a chance, I think they could be really cool. But in this case, being that MJF is just the best thing going on in wrestling at the moment, he's got to win here. Okay. It's, it's kind of sad because this card, uh, or when you think about Bullet Club, like they, they have really emerged as a great faction and it, I don't know, it, it just seems very unfortunate because of um, just circumstances that they don't seem to reward them in some ways. But then again, you know, wrestling is always, you know, you don't necessarily have to have titles to be rewarded or to feel like you're, you're moving forward, but it would sure give that group some credibility if there was ways for them to, you know, wear some gold. Okay. And, you know. 
I have a take on that faction that okay. is going to oh. blow your mind, actually. Right. Mm. And I think you guys are going to actually really love this. We'll, okay. we'll for sure get to the prediction show in one second, but I do have to share this. So yeah. what's their faction called? It's called the Bullet Club Gold yes. or something? Yeah. Like? Mm-hmm. All right. So the other reason I love the guns is because Juice Robinson oh, does yeah. not look better than he's ever had. Like his character, what he's got going on right now, his look, he looks amazing. So then it dawned on me. I was like, you know what? Fucking Juice Robinson is like that hyena in the Lion King, (laughs) the Disney Lion King, like the oddball one. And then the guns are like the smart hyenas, like the ones that Mm kind of go back and forth and like have their own attitudes and, you know, danger. And then Ed, I think Ed is like the, the mental the mental hyena and that's juice robinson and that works and then who's scar fucking jay switchblade that's, you a great, know? that's great it's kind of and you know it, it and lion king is a banger of a disney movie banger so it's Good all movie. about structure here and yeah. i think um maybe that's where it all came from i don't know that's just what it kind of reminded me of when i was seeing it tonight so hope you enjoy that I did. Good. anyway okay great Thank you, boys. Let's get to this prediction show. So let's go to uh, one right off top. We got a name that I love to say. It's Haikura Shida versus Timeless Tony Storm with Luther. It's a singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Shida's the champ. The Timeless one is going after it. Who do we got here? Who's leading off? I usually always lead off. Yeah, I, so, I, I'll go. I'll go ahead and take a risk and go first. I'll tee you all up from here on. Yeah, off. I'll, I'll I'll rotate you. Sweet. Um, if I had to guess, I would say probably Tony Storm. I think she does a good. I don't want to call her placeholder champion because legitimately she is one of the better women's wrestlers, and she's the first three-time women's champion, as they always love to tell us. Uh, at the same time, though, Tony Storm, I don't think has been this hot in quite some time. I feel like they've been pushing the gimmick a little too hard with Tony Storm. Um, and maybe not pushing it too hard, but there was just an unusual amount of time between when she really got over with the crowd and this pay-per-view. So I, I think it, AEW's kind of been holding out for this. So likely they'll put the title on her. I'm going to go Tony Storm. I can't, I, I, I agree. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think this is, I think, I think she obviously, um, Sheeta, you know, great athlete, two-time champion, two-time champion, I believe, right? Um, and three or three-time champion. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, and you know, but I think it's it's very much um, one of those transitional situations. And I think uh, I think Tony Storm's ready uh, to take the title. I think that that sets up, um, you know, the outcasts uh, and that group to kind of reinvigorate uh, that portion of the women's division. Although, you know, uh, in general, uh, it's just a very lackluster um, women's division storyline. I mean, tonight's match with Sky Blue and I, I... I I don't even remember Red Velvet being that corny. Like I I honestly don't. I think I it I I I asked Steve tonight. Like, did they really say from her mama's kitchen? Like, I mean, like yeah. I don't remember. Which is them. what they used to say with her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that ever being that corny about about her thing. But I mean, that match was 
you know, I really love Sky Blue, but for goodness sake, she cannot hit her finisher to save her life. And so, but she's too high. She's smoking too much weed. She must she's a big be. cannabis enthusiast. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So, oh, yeah, man. she bought she bought weed at the dispensary uh, that we stopped at before All Out. Wait, uh, what are you talking about? Sky Blue. No, Sky okay. Blue? Or was it Big Trust or whatever her name was? It was um, <laughs> I think it was wait, Sky Blue. Wait, and... we'll, we'll call Sky her Blue Big Trust. Big just trust. to keep trust. her anonymity, but you know who we're talking about. I don't think it was Sky Blue, though. I thought it was. It was not Sky Blue. Well, either way... I'm hoping that that either way, yeah, either both way. women's matches and this match and the other one that we'll talk about later, I do hope we see some new uh, faces with titles. And um, this is definitely a time for Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. I'm very troubled Steve. by this match, not because of the match itself, but because of um, the other women's match. And I don't know that both titles are going to change. Hmm. but I really want them to. So what I'm, you know, I'm trying to will the right thing to happen here. It's more important for me in the other match for the title to change. So I'm going to say Tony storm's not going to win because Um, her gimmick is maybe enough for her right now. And then hmm. they got that weird, like young woman that's like stalking her and stuff. Maybe some corny will happen there, but um, I think she is going to hold on to it. And I, I don't really care or want her to, but uh I'm just trying to will the other match to go the way I want it to. Hmm. Will that be a major pick for you, Steve, if this does show up? Because I'm going to go with Tony because of all the reasons Gary and Matt said. Uh, they have just so much invested into this production and giving her all this time. And it's actually working. I kind of like it. Oh, yeah. Um, and if they, uh, you know, put the title on her. Like, is anybody really going to care right now because of how thin the <laughs> roster is? They just need to put it on the thing that can speak and talk. And yeah. they already have a direction and um, production invested in because she does. She can't really do anything. She's mm-hmm. she's a great she's a great wrestler, but a champion. I don't know. So I'm going to go with Tony. So let's keep her moving to the next match. It's Sting, Darby Allen and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne in a six-man tag team match. Wowzer, that's going to be pretty cool, I must say. So, Gary, why don't you lead us off on this mm-hmm. one, sir? Yeah, so um, I think I I really love this match. I, I really love the nostalgia of the match. I also love... Uh, the emerging storyline between, um, you know, Adam Copeland and uh, Christian Cage. Um, I also uh, think to some degree, you know, that the sting kind of march to his retirement is really cool as well. And so um, I think sting Darby Allen and Adam Copeland are going to take the win. Um, And if you want to throw in an extra stipulation on this one, um, I I'd like to uh, I'd like to say that I think um, uh, Sting is going to pin Nick Wayne. All right, we can go that route if you'd like. Sting pins Nick Wayne for some extra point skis. Okay, cool. Matt, I like that booking. That's good booking. I agree. I'm going to go same deal. Sting. Gets the win. 
probably gets a pin on Nick Wayne. If that's an extracurricular or extra credit question, yeah, that sounds good. If it's not Nick Wayne, who's the, who else are they wrestling in this match? Who's partnering with Nick Wayne again? Well, Lucha or Christian. And- right. Yeah, I can't see either of them being able to take a pin. It's got to be Nick Wayne. All right, so you're doubling Gary's? Lock it in. Okay. Steve. I think you can't, until it happens, go against what's happening, what was the tradition here, and Sting has never lost. I think it's entirely possible he's going to lose his last match because that's how old school wrestlers go out, but so they're not going to have the one in his law, you know, like if he's going out in a few months, they're not going to have him lose here. And I don't think edge is going to lose. And you know, his first pay-per-view, I believe it would be his first wrestled pay-per-view. Um, I have this dream that I think it'd be hilarious if Ric Flair turned on him and joined K- uh, Christian's group, but I don't know that that's going to happen <laughs> at this point, but that would be pretty classic flair to one more time. He's ever got the most booze thing. and yeah. the hottest girls. I'll go. Yeah, but no, I think so. And I will think I'm going to say that uh, Adam Copeland's going to pin Nick Wayne. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess. Yeah. I don't know if have you has it. I wonder if Sting's ever pinned anyone in AEW. Yeah, I I can't remember when, but I know I think he's won some of those matches. Mm. Actually, Mike, Mike, now that we're talking about it, I'm going to use my kick out. Oh, my God. Yeah. which is an equivalent for new listeners as a mulligan. You get everybody gets one. Right. And this may not be a good use of it. So correct me if I'm using it incorrectly here. But I was going to say, I, yeah, I think Adam Copeland gets the pin. But I guess that would still leave him staying in Darby Allen as the winners, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in that case, you can no. switch up any pick you want with your mulligan. Okay. I mean, I'll change my extra credit question to be Adam Copeland gets the pin. Mm. Okay. I can do that on Nick Wayne still. Oh, yeah. Kids, he'll be looking up at the lights. (laughs) All right. All right. So, yeah, I'm not going to bet against the Stinger. I think I've bet against Sting like four or five times (laughs) in our prediction shows. And it's never been right. I'm going to, it's going to hit. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. And it's (laughs) never hit. So I'm just not. And, um, you know, I don't even, I, I, you know, I like to go against the grain with what you guys like to do, but I can't really see anybody else getting pinned other than this Nick Wayne guy. Other, I mean, fuck, let's just have Christian cage. I'll, I'll pick Christian cage getting pinned by Adam Copeland, formerly known as edge. Ooh. We'll just do that just for fun. See what happens. Ooh, Maybe like it sparks it. something. Ooh. All right. Let's go this route here. And we will go to Orange Cassidy, uh, current AEW international champion versus John Moxley. Man, it seems like we've seen this match like 150 times. Ugh. What's new about this? Uh, uh, Steve, what do we got here, buddy? I'd like to make the prediction that they decide not to go forward with this match. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big orange hater. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm sick of all of it. I'm sick of uh, the B- B- Moxley and Orange. I've been, I've been sick. Yeah, I'm sick of the feud. I'm sick of mm-hmm. the BCC. I'm sick of Wheeler Yuta's stupid face. Mm-hmm. Um, 
trying to look bad, but just looking like a, a little boy trying to look bad. Um, I need a little break from Moxley. I'll be quite honest. I too. Like I just, I just need a breather because yeah. he's had to pick up the slack for so many people that yeah. have been um, degenerates backstage getting kicked out and he's got to work extra. And then I don't know. There's, yeah. there is such a thing as too much Moxley. I believe. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although he I hasn't think... been bleeding as much. It's true. Yeah. He doesn't have enough blood. <laughs> they don't have enough canvases. <laughs> I'm going to predict um, Orange is going to retain. <sighs> and I think I don't want him to, but I really don't care. Like, so, but I just think that the story here is the, um, can he stand up to, and we, he's already proven he can, but uh, I think this time he actually punches through and, and pins him. I'm going to agree already? with that. I think, uh, I think Orange wins because he had lost, sort of lost to Moxley before. Um and it just kind of cements and solidifies the reign that he had as international champion, I think, and kind of kicks him up to another level that he's not at now. And at the same time, it puts Moxley in a position where you start to see the Blackpool Combat Club fall apart, which is long overdue. Mm. That'd be great. <sighs> this is like nails on a chalkboard for me in terms of a match. I I just... I don't like either guy uh, at this point. And I, I, I just, I really question, I just feel like AEW is really lazy right now with this championship. I mean, they came out of the gate so strong with using literally international wrestlers, having Pac go over to England and defend the title. And then they went on this long thing with orange. And then it's like, Oh, now we're back. We're boomerang back. And then of all things, you're going to reinvigorate, you know, Moxley in this. And it's like, ugh. the only thing I see as a potential swerve to this is I know Moxley is going overseas to Japan to do some wrestling. I don't know if that plays into it at all, but, um, but I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to vote. Uh, I, I think at some level, um, Orange Cassidy will go over Moxley and um, and retain. Alrighty, painful. It was. It's even the match tonight was just like, ugh. Like I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the sad thing is, they're gonna. They're really gonna hurt each other pretty bad. And the, and we're sitting on here talking about like yeah. how we just don't want to see it, but we know it's coming. You know it's going to be wow, that was excellent. Once it finally comes, it's like on paper, yeah. I really don't want it. But until it's going, you know, put it third match or something like that. What when I still have some gas in the tank, I'll be like, yeah, I respect that. You're going to get two or three spots that are going to be like, holy shit. And then, you know, they'll have the extended farewell, goodbye, and people will cheer and life goes on. You know, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's crazy. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm an orange guy. Orange is actually my favorite color. So we're just going to keep her rolling with orange. Here we go. Hangman Adam Page is going up against Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana in a Texas death match at full gear. Wow, this is going to be good shit. Don't you think, Matt? Yeah, there's a lot of good shit packed into this match. I was looking at the card for full gear earlier. A lot of podcasts are tearing it apart because the build to 
all these matches has been either really weak or non-existent. I think except for this one, I know they've already done a match. I think at the last pay-per-view was the first Mm -hmm. match between Hangman and Swerve. But this is one situation where I think they can easily do a second match and it could be super entertaining. We've already seen Swerve break into Hangman's home. This rivalry has clearly become super personal. We've seen Hangman almost turn heel over it, which is super cool, by the way. Like, I feel like Hangman on tonight's episode of Dynamite at the time of this recording, I feel like he is finally the character I wished he was all along. It always seemed like he was just, he was a like a hard ass, but it never really came through that way. Tonight mm-hmm. it came through. And so I'm really looking forward to this match. I think the combination of gratuitous violence with the Texas death match combined with the silliness of Prince Nana's walkout dance, man, can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, in terms of winners though, I, this is a tough one. A hangman sort of set himself up to like he has to win it, you know, for his family. But I really want Swerve to win it because I feel like Swerve should be at that level and be the next guy to be in the conversation with MJF or like whoever the world champion is at that time. Uh, but I think I'm going to have to go with Hangman. I think they've kind of put him over as like the guy who's going to come back after the last match, after what Swerve did, breaking into his house. I think he has to be the winner here. So I'm going to go Hangman. All righty. Steve? I too am very much looking forward to this match. I think it probably is. I think it's going to be the match of the night. I think um, Swerve has quickly become one of my favorite wrestlers, if not my favorite. And um, I, this feud's been great. I'm, but Matt, Matt kind of said it right. It just feels like um, Hangman's, you know, he's not going to lose two in a row. As much as I'd love Swerve to win this match, I think it's got to go Hangman because then maybe hopefully they'll do a rubber match with some sort of crazy-ass stipulation. They got another pay-per-view coming up at, um, what do you call it, Um, end of the year, World's End. Maybe they'll do the blow-off there. But uh, no, I think think it's going to be a banger with Hanger. Hey, nice one there. Okay, Gary? Swerve. Mm-hmm. You're going swervy. Uh, any reason why? <laughs> oh. Um, I uh, oh, sorry. It just took me a second. I, I must have been on. Uh, put myself on mute for a moment there. Um, yeah. So, I think that uh, this is. Uh, wrestling psychology of tonight where Swerve kind of got his comeuppance and I think he comes out on top. Um, I I really think at some level Swerve needs needs this more than Hangman does because I think Hangman is just a a staple of AEW and I, I still think to some degree the fans, well the fans I think I'm sure respect Swerve. I still think Swerve's got some credibility to get in terms of his real ascension to the top, and um, and so I think in, I think that in this case, um, you know, he will once again, you know, become victorious. Although um, Matt, to your point, 
I think what will happen is somehow he'll he'll have some nefarious means, which will then really irritate Hangman again. And we're going to see this ultraviolet side of Hangman start to really come out and really emerge. Um, you know, I I do struggle sometimes with Hangman's promos because I feel like I don't know if they're it's it's like he's it's forced aggression almost. And it just feels kind of awkward at moments, but, um, but I will say for both of them, this has been some of the best work I've seen out of them in the time that I've seen them wrestling. So they are bringing out the best in each other. So, but um, for sake of uh, being different, I'm going to go with swerve on this one. I hope you're right. I'm also going with swerve. Um, I think this is, he's always been my pick. I um I don't even really know the storyline as much just because I've been a little busy but what I do remember when I do watch it it feels like they're really flirting with this idea that Swerve will be the eventual AEW world champion one day. Do you think he'll he will be that guy one day, everyone? Possible. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah down the road. So the dude mm-hmm. has to collect his infinity stones if he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where he gathers his first first infinity stone in his uh, quest to become that champ, maybe two, three years down the line. Who knows? I don't know. But I think this is going to be one of those matches. This is where it starts. So I'm going Swerve and Nana. And Nana is going to love it. <laughs> All right. Let's go to our next match on the card. It is the Golden Jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson. It's a tag team match. If the Golden Jets win, they will get the Young Bucks AEW World Tag Team Championship opportunity. But if the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets must disband as a team. Shit, son. So, Steve, what do you got for me on this one, guy? Oh, Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. Any reason? No. Your well, source. I can't really say My sources. Why. Yeah. <laughs> Do your sources? Do you is that from your sources? It's from my sources. What's yeah, interesting, um, interesting about this is to think about how this is related to the tag team title match later, right. if there is a connection. Right? Mm. Because it would be interesting if that not I, I don't know. I I'm not proposing necessarily because AEW, for whatever it's worth, has kind of been off their game a little bit. So I don't know if if they're truly that far ahead in their thinking. But it's interesting when you think about this match and the stipulation and then the tag team four away that's going to happen later. You know, the question and I think trying to see if the dots connect because there is a pay-per-view at the end of the year and i wonder if that match is going to be there so um i don't know if that sways your or if it changes your thinking steve at all but uh honestly i just really have no idea where they're going with this i um i was mostly just wanted to make the joke out of the box but um (laughs) i'm gonna stick with it but i don't know i mean you know because if if that happens then the golden jets have to disband which seems early but yet is this a long-term thing? I don't know. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that Don Callis feud is still going, so it seems like they'll stay together, but I don't know. It's just, it's not doing a lot for me. So I hope that, uh, I don't know. I'm sick of the Bucks What's too, but I think I, I, the Bucks. You're going Bucks? Yeah. All right. 
Oh, can I uh, 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 can I unleash on you guys some breaking news right off of Twitter about AEW? Hey, you may as well. Kind, kind of, sort of related to this, this hmm. sphere of this. I, I Kota Ibushi is all elite officially. Oh, oh, good. Yeah. I didn't realize he wasn't already. I guess I didn't either, but I mean, they put the banner up, so he must be full time going to uh, AEW for a while. Good for him. He was in. He was interning. For just a little bit. <laughs> so maybe they'll go back to the Golden Lovers, and maybe that's why the Bucks will win to break up this team so mm-hmm. Kenny and uh, Ibushi can do the Golden Lover thing. Totally. Gary, what were you... Uh, did you want to make your pick after you made yeah. your assumptions? Yeah, so... Um, I think I think the Bucks as well. Uh, I'm kind of with Steve. This is kind of a... It, it's just kind of an interesting match uh, for me. It feels like it just got literally thrown together just because they were trying to figure out a way for these guys to get on the card. Um, and, uh, um, but I do think the Bucks, you know, I see them more likely to be in a title match than um, Omega and Jericho going forward. But it's, but I then what does you know I I I don't really have a good answer for what happens next after that for either Omega or Jericho. But um, but I definitely feel like the Bucks are going to somehow uh, come out victorious on this one. I Very good. yeah I agree. I mean, it feels too obvious, but yeah, the Bucks seem to be the team situated for this. I, I really like the idea of Kenny and Kota Ibushi reuniting as the Golden Lovers to mm. kind of take on the bucks and take back the titles from them. A little bit of dissension within the elite is always fun. So if this match is a means to an end, I'm all for it. I would say let's go bucks. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think just with the stipulation too, that. Yeah. With the, um, the golden jets must disband as a team. They're never, I mean, I looked on AEW. I wanted to see if they had a t-shirt because I love that name, the golden jets. Mm-hmm. Because they're both from Winnipeg and they're yeah. big hockey people and they're Jets. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that would be a bad ass. Like I can just see like just the go- mm-hmm. like the old school, like mm-hmm. 80s looking kind of like metal T-shirt, but inv- invigorate a little uh, logo of the Jets of Winnipeg Jets in there. I Like I would buy that. There's nothing out there. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking, no, this team isn't going to be around. Yeah, if, for they a bit. if they haven't shot that shirt out there, they're not sticking yeah. with us. They're. We're going to, I mean, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho stroke it to one another. And so do the Young Bucks. They all stroke it. They're probably all going to rub oil on each other before they go out and do this match. This is a pure stroke-off match for all the people that were involved in um, creating AEW, which they all were except for Hangman and Cody who are involved in this match. But you know these guys are going to be oiling each other up big time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to keep the Bucks uh, as the winners of this. And this is just... Yeah, this is just a little uh, stroke-off match for the Golden Jets. Love the name. Need a T-shirt. Maybe we'll get one. All right. Let's keep her moving. Let's go to Chris Statlander, current AEW TBS champion versus Julia Hart and Sky Blue. It's a three-way. Yeah. So we were talking about a little. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We uh, were talking about AEW women's matches earlier with the title change with Tony Storm. Will we see another one here? I don't know. Matt, what do you think, guy? Oh, man. I've always been a big fan of Chris Statlander. Julia Hart, though, 
She's mm. she's got mm. something good going on. I think mm-hmm. if they're going to put the title on somebody Amen. else and move it off Chris Statlander, I think Julia Hart's the person to do it with, and I think the time is now. I'm going to go with Julia Hart on this one. I love it. Steve? I'll jump right in and 100% agree. I think Julia Hart at the ripe old age of 20 years old is doing just amazing work and i think this she's just owned this character she's over she's good and i love chris stantlander you know the whole time she was injured i kept saying i still think she's the one that's gonna be jade now that it's happened Mm -hmm. i just so want it to be over with because i just think she's she was fun and quirky when she was the alien now she's boring as shit like she, mm. she her mic work is not good and it's just this title run it's the aew problem they have sometimes where they just excel at the build-up and then once the person gets the belt it's like flat as a pancake so mm-hmm. i just desperately want this belt on someone else and i hope it's julia yeah i there's no chance i i was really disappointed that she didn't win last time and uh i just hope that that was all meant for this to be her time why do you why do you have it again to have her lose 100 percent. Yeah. like if she loses again i mean the whole thing was she was undefeated and then she lost and now you know so the the only wild card in this for me is the fact that at some level her and sky blue are more of the the you know they have this little tension but um but definitely Julia, uh, that's who I, 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 she's over like Rover. And, um, I definitely think that, you know, that she deserves the title and I, and I hope she gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe this is the perfect time for Julia Hart to get this for all the reasons y'all just said. I love sky blue too. She's coming up. She's, uh, she's getting in a little bit above the mid tier right now. So good for her. This will be a nice match if she can prop up her, you know, her associates in the business. Well, I know she will excel, uh, if she doesn't smoke so much weed all the time, but, um, you know, Chris Statlander, it, 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 it didn't work. I mean, we thought we, I don't know, maybe she's just gotten hurt too many times and they try to reintroduce her, and there's only so many times you can do that in a division that's so weak. And right now, Hart has that hot hand. She's got that hat that is so cool that lights up. I'm into that. And um, you know, I, I got a little, I got a little something in the hopper for you boys a little later on as we move on to the show <gasps> for this pick too. So uh, yeah, why don't we get to that mat, uh, the next match? It's Ricky Starks and Big Bill, current four-way or um, excuse me, AEW World Tag Team Champs, and against? they're going up against this ought to the be good. La, La Faction <laughs> in Faction in Gobernables, in Gobernables, Russian <laughs> Drastritico <laughs> versus FTR. Cash Wheeler and Dex Hardwood versus the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. Wow. Let's make some picks. That's going to be some kind of a record. That is definitely, that was, that was the butcher of Bakersfield right there. Hey, man, I do it for the show. I just pretend to be dyslexic. Okay, you know what? I, what book I I I don't have trouble reading is Gemini Girl in the Divided Man. Oh, Pick really? on Amazon. Yeah. 
Well, and don't forget the Gorgon Void book three is coming out next month to complete the yep. trilogy. Mm-hmm. There we go. And, Who's- and maybe there might have been someone who might have gotten a pre-read on that. Mm-hmm. And I, there is someone that has already read it. Yes, and was maybe a beta reader and it can attest that you are going to really enjoy it. Uh, it's a very good, it's a great finale. So exciting, wow. excited. Written for by friend. your own Steve Grobschmidt. So go support the guy, God damn it. Yeah, please. Put All right. Put on the table. So how would you pencil this one in, Steve? Mm. Ah, this is overwhelming. This is like 17,000 teams on this. And I just, I don't, I get, man, it's like, so Big Bill and Starks. It was very cool. They gave him the belts, but it was really because of an injury. So is it meant to be long-term? Probably not. Um, AW doesn't like to flip too many titles in one night, but I think, I don't know. This one, I think it's time to flip it. And um, but well, then there's the Bucks sitting out there with their with their money in the bank cash, <laughs> as, as we'll call it. So it almost doesn't, you know, there's an entirely scenario here where somebody wins and then they steal it. I don't think FTR is going to win it because I feel like maybe they'll give it to a different team and then the Bucks will cash in on that team and then FTR will take on the Bucks as the challengers. Um, so that being said, I'll let ramble. Sounds like a big circle jerk you're describing. I know. I just did a big circle jerk there. And I'm going to just pick as a, just the out there pick. Cause I'm tired of hearing myself talk that the, um, the house will always win twice. This, the house will capture two belts tonight. Or that. Dude, so that mm-hmm. that's what I was also alluding to too. Cause I can see, I'll just forego my, my honor at the end. Steve, I'm right there with you, dude. How cool will this be? And we're saying AEW kind of needs a little something. Well, let's get a little dark with daylight savings time. Let's turn the lights out a little bit, huh? (laughs) I mean, the lights are going out at 430 around here in Milwaukee. It's pretty sad. Let's make it the House of Black uh, this Saturday, okay? We got the House of Black. We got Julia Hart with the gold. They can do some promos. We got mm-hmm. Black and White with Tony Storm. It's, I mean, the colorblind are going to be rolling in this shit. It is their viewership between the um, visually impaired with color is going to skyrocket. Mm. So That's good I'm shit. also picking the House mm. of Black as well. Interesting. The house always wins. Always. What do you boys got? I can go. I think FTR is going to win, and I think um, it's because boring. Of, uh, no, it, is. Sorry, <laughs> it is. It is one hundred percent, and that is exactly why I'm. That is exactly why I'm picking it because I do think, to some degree, this has been a pattern for AEW, which is these rebound champions, and um, they did it with Orange Cassidy. They've done it in other places and i think that ultimately this is because the bucks and ftr have to have this big showdown or whatever the case may be so yes it is boring and no it's not what i would hope for but i do think um i think ftr regains the titles and then it it uh accelerates to the bucks in uh in december all right cool 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 good logic matt that is good that's good shit um it's not, but it, it well, it it's, it's the best of what it is. Yeah. I, I can't get over the fact that Starks and Big Bill are the champs. That just makes me completely tune out of this. Um, hell with it. I'm going to go FTR as well. I like, why wouldn't they Fuck be tag you, champs? Matt. Like who else is there better than right now than them? 
Yeah, you're right. I do. I uh, I do have to say, I, I I do think good for Big Bill, and here's why: like that dude's been through a lot. Uh, as a you know, not that I know the guy or anything, but I mean, like you think about where he was, and then kind of hitting rock bottom, and then getting back into a major league, you know, and 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 to be honest, he he was a pretty good hand most of this first part of his time in AEW, mm-hmm. you know, and. And I think that, you know, what's interesting is he was at that house show where it was him and, um, oh, um, he wears the tiger mask. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on him. Um, I wanted to say Wesley Snipes, but that's not right. But it, again, you know, anyways, uh, Lee Johnson. No, not Lee Johnson. Um, oh, God. Captain, Captain, whatever. Moriarty? Yeah. Lee Moriarty. Yeah. So it was Moriarty and, and, and it was interesting at the house show, just the, the amount of, of kind of, you know, because they were facing Claudio and Moxley, that Lee and Big Bill, they had a lot of camaraderie. All of them did. And I think Big Bill, if I'm not mistaken, is pretty close with Moxley and Cesaro and that group. And um, and I, I just think, you know, good for him that he, I, I think genuinely when he won the title, I really saw some emotion there. And I, I really thought, you know, good for him and good for Ricky Starks to some degree, because I do think also he put on some freaking awesome matches um, to be able to get to a place where at least he became, you know, tag team champion. Um, I, I just think both of those guys are destined for other things. And so, but I, but I do think, um, you know, as much as it is an oddball pairing, sometimes those do work. And in this case, they each kind of like, I don't know, I feel like they each kind of earned it in a different way. And uh, I'm glad for them in some ways. Yeah. They'll always be penciled in, in the history books of AEW as tag team champions. And you can't take that away from them. Good little you synopsis. Teach that. Good little. You can't honor. teach that. S A W F T. Word up. All right, boys. Well, we got one more match to run down, so that's gonna do it for the prediction show. Once we're done here, so uh, we got MJF, Mister White Hot Champion, AEW uh, World Champion, that is, versus the Switchblade, Jay White. So, Gary, what do you got for us here, guy? <sighs> It's too obvious that MJF wins, but this is one of those. I wish Jay White would win, and only because I would love to see something different. But I, I just with all these people that quote unquote hate MJF, they're just setting up for this long, long term kind of story that he's still got this mountain to climb. The only thing that I think is was fascinating about tonight. Uh, from a storyline perspective with this was his last lines about, you know, when I find you devil, I'm going to, you know, and so what if it is Britt Baker or what if it is, you know, Adam Cole, who's the devil. And then he's quoted as saying, I'm going to destroy you type of thing. And, you know, and then, you know, the, so it will be interesting. I I just, I just wish like to some degree, I appreciate the storyline, but I just wish it would kind of start to, unfold and come towards an end um i i don't i i just i can't see J, mj jay white winning um but my heart would really wish uh he would but I'm, i'll go with mjf yeah i'm gonna go with mjf too and for all the same reasons i don't think that having jay white win would be a good thing i i don't know if you guys when we were watching tonight's show 
the very last segment, MJF came out and spoke, and then Jay White had the last word. That crowd was almost silent based on, I mean, and maybe I didn't have the TV turned up enough, but they just do not care about that guy talking. Don't get me wrong. He's great in the ring. And we've talked about this on past episodes, but I don't see him in AEW. That's the key in AEW as being a world champion, just based on even this little bit of a dry run, you know, Samoa Joe to me sticks out as way more of a threat to MJF Wardlow even sticks out as more of a threat. It's just, there's so many good candidates there. And the fact that Jay White is in the main event at a pay-per-view just kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit. But regardless, I could go on all night. I'm going to go MJF. I had delusions some time ago that this would be, there was some master plan and like Adam Cole would betray um, MJF and be part of some Bullet Club reiteration. And like Jay White would win the title to like make this like the big ultimate betrayal and MJF loses his belt. I, and I just don't know. I just, no, I don't think that's <laughs> happening. I, I, they're not, I don't see MJF losing. Um, I'd I'd be happy if he does, but I just, it, it's too, I'm a bigger fan of him, of, um, Jay White than I think Matt is, but, um, and I'd like to see him as the champion. I just don't think they're going to pull the trigger on that for the same reason that they're trotting out MJF all the damn time and having him wrestle two pay-per-view matches a, a time now. He, they're just going to ride this until they can't. And I think, you know, there's still money to be had as him champion. So he's not going to lose it yet. Right. And I'm in full agreement with you there too, Steve, because the, like they're really building MJF up as like, they're like probably one of the best champions to hold the belt in AEW to date. I mean, there's been some great ones and they're actually supporting him as they should, because he is so good on the mic. I mean, we say it all the time there. You can't mm-hmm. argue it, but he has to be credible people. Oh, yeah. And now he has. He's beat Brian Danielson in that Iron Man match that was so legendary. Uh, I mean, he's had shit with Chris Jericho. He's had stuff with Kenny. He's, he has to collect, you know, really good, credible wrestlers. And Jay White, amongst the deep hardcores, where we're like, yeah, it'd be cool if he was the champ. Well, you know, mm-hmm. he's not. MJF <laughs> is AEW's guy. Like, the reason you love Jay White is because of when he was in New Japan and the shit they were doing. He's not in New Japan. He's in AEW, and he's a really good wrestler, and you fucking love him, and that's why you're going to watch this pay-per-view to see him lose to AEW's guy, MJF, who is an amazing guy, and they need to keep the title on him because he is the shit, and he ain't going nowhere, and he's still so young, and we're still going to hear great things out of his mouth and see great matches uh, on TV. So, yep. MJF all the way. So um, we do need to pick one more thing. Uh, We need the opening match. It's pretty tough. There's a lot of good ones on here Mm. that could kick it off. So um, who would like to go on that? Who's got a strong little. I can go. I think I think I've, I've always gone. I've always like talked myself out of this but it appears to me like jericho has been in one of the first matches almost every pay-per-view for maybe not but it just feels that way so i'm gonna go with the the golden shower and um and the oh Hmm. i mean uh the golden jets and and the bucks Mm -hmm. 
Steve. Yeah, you know, I could. That was the first thought I had. The other one I'm noodling is um, Hangman Swerve because that's going to be such a great match. But yet, you, you maybe you want that one in there in the middle to kind of solidify things when the crowd's getting tired. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I I I was going to say, I think Bucks. Is that a, what Texas Death Match too? Texas Swerve Death Match. So they'll probably do really that one later. You're not gonna out there right away. Yeah, I think it's gonna be the Bucks and uh, the Golden Showers. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with you guys. I think. Yeah. Um, oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with the same thing. I, I can't think of a better match to kick off the show. You There's know, one to throw out there. What about Moxley uh, Orange? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Well, they get it all bloody too. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna actually. I'm not lock that one in. I'm gonna go with that just because. Think about it. Like Dynamite is the international championship. I feel like has let off the show every week in 2023. So mm-hmm. why wouldn't they do it on a pay per view too? And it's a good match to put on first to get the crowd fired up. Nobody's super emotionally invested in that match, but they'll be hot out of the gate which leaves some energy for, you know, Kenny and then um, Swerve and Hangman later on. Yeah, I, I'm going to lock in Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley to go on first. Hmm. Right. Well, I mean, I was going to go with the, the Golden Jets as the opening match because, I mean, it makes the most sense. But I really don't like to pick what everybody else picks, especially for this, because this is such a, a sneaky one to steal. I mean, we have two women's matches here. Mm. I don't think Tony has the pop to do that, and Hart's pretty young. Shit, son. Yeah, I just got to go with the Bucks and the Golden Showers. I'm actually legitimately interested to see who they pick because I never get this right. So, <laughs> but if I'm right, mm. I'm right with my buddy, Steven Gary. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong with these two shitheads. So <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, this has been really fun. I'm so glad we've uh, reconnected and got to run down this card. Tune in um, this Saturday for full gear. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, man. Yeah, it's so good to see you guys again. And uh, yeah, likewise, likewise, reach our, reach our people because I mean, when times get tough, especially when it gets dark out at four thirty, and you need to stay motivated, you got to do a couple things. Hmm? Yeah, like what? Well, in order to stay lean, mean, and focused, you got to do these three three things. Okay, that is stay humble, stay hungry. And stay hard. Humble, hungry, hard. Oh, Triple H. Woo! Woo!